Today we are facing some of the greatest challenges of our lives, from our health to political unrest, the environment, financial uncertainty, and the nation's racial divide. Welcome to Bill Myers Inspires. My idea for this show was to invite guests and get the conversation started, to take a deep dive into the issues that impact our world with an eye to exploring solutions. And we encourage our listeners to look within themselves to take decisive action to make a positive difference. Welcome to Bill Myers Inspires. I am your host, Bill Myers. And I hope that you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving celebration yesterday. I hope that you were able to stay safe. I hope that you were able to connect with one another in a safe way. And I hope that you were able to experience true thanksgiving uh, and the gratitude that it suggests. Today's show is called Rocco and the Gratitude Show. Um, and I will explain as we move along as the significance of that title. Um, but first, I would like to start off with a quote and this quote comes to us from Melody, Melody Beatty, or Beatty. And the quote is, Gratitude turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos into order, confusion into clarity. It makes sense of our past, brings peace for today, and creates a vision for tomorrow. The title of today's show is Rocco and the Gratitude Show. Um, I will jump into this here and we shall see where we land. Rocco. Rocco was a neighbor of mine right next door. Um, he and his family purchased the house next door and began renovations only a day or two before I launched my first show of Bill Myers Inspires of this podcast here on the Inspired Choices Network in July of this year. And <clears throat> the family immediately began demolition, the demolition phase of this fixer-upper. And you can imagine there was a lot of noise. Having not met the new neighbors yet, I was a bit hesitant and nervous to go next door and ask them to please pause the work for one hour between three and 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Fridays because that was when I was broadcasting my show. The family was Mexican with three small, adorable children. So when I went over there and, and asked for 
Mercy between 3 and 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Friday for them to just pause the work. Rocco gave me a look. Understanding my situation and agreed to pause the work between 3 and 4 p.m. on Fridays. And I was relieved. Over time, the kids were at school and the adults left for work. I would go outside to greet the morning. And Rocco was there. So we shared the beauty and the wonder of each new day together. Further, I began to look forward to our mid-afternoon exchanges. Then in the evening also, a strong, loving friendship developed, which I grew to cherish. Rocco was very wise and taught me many things of life. In this age of COVID, my normal work has been disrupted, um, and as it has for so many others. The inability to move about freely as we have enjoyed previously is suspended, and we find ourselves struggling with loneliness and depression and missing time with our friends and loved ones. However, it is in this stillness we can dive deeper, using this time to do some much-needed soul-searching and providing us with the opportunity to take time and smell the roses, figuratively and literally. This is what Rocco and his great wisdom taught me. Last Monday, a few days ago, I learned that Rocco had passed away. in a somewhat horrific and traumatic way. I, I was devastated, truly devastated. As my heartbreak intensified rapidly, I wrote a nondescript post on Facebook asking for prayer. Only a select few people knew of my relationship with Rocco and the depths of my relationship with him. As a result, I received many messages from friends, friends all over the world, beautiful messages. From musicians, theater colleagues, educators, fellow clergy, you name it. Although no longer on this earthly plane, Raka was guiding 
was guiding me through each step of my grief to recognize the blessings and leading me to Thursday, Thanksgiving. Rocco delivered me to the door of gratitude and the topic for today's show. So in honor of my friend Rocco, I call today's show Rocco and the Gratitude Show. I'd like to take a moment to do a deeper dive into the idea of gratitude. And if you would just bear with me. This article comes to us from the Harvard Health uh, Publishing of, of the Harvard Medical School. And it is entitled In Praise of Gratitude. The Thanksgiving holiday began, as the name implies, when the colonists gave thanks for their survival and for a good harvest. So perhaps November is a good time to review the mental health benefits of gratitude and to consider some advice about how to cultivate this state of mind. The word gratitude is derived from the Latin word gratia, which means grace graciousness, or gratefulness, depending on the context. In some ways, gratitude encompasses all of these meanings. Gratitude is a thankful appreciation for what an individual receives, whether tangible or intangible. With gratitude, people acknowledge the goodness in their lives. People usually recognize that the source of that goodness lies at least partially outside of themselves. As a result, gratitude also helps people connect to something larger than themselves as individuals, whether to other people, nature, or a higher power. In positive psychology research, gratitude is strongly and consistently associated with greater happiness. Gratitude helps people feel more positive emotions, relish good experiences, improve their health, deal with adversity, and build strong relationships. People feel and express gratitude in multiple ways. They can apply it to the past, retrieving positive memories and being thankful for elements of their childhood or past blessings, the present, not taking good fortune for granted as it comes, and the future, maintaining a hopeful and optimistic attitude, regardless of the inherent or current level of someone's gratitude. It's a quality that individuals can successfully cultivate further. 
So there's been quite a bit of research on gratitude. Two psychologists, Dr. Robert Emmons of the University of California, Davis, and Dr. Michael McCullough of the University of Miami, have done much of the research on gratitude. In one study, they asked all participants to write a few sentences each week, focusing on particular topics. One group wrote about things they were grateful for that had occurred during the week. A second group wrote about daily irritations or things that had displeased them. And the third wrote about events that had affected them with no emphasis on being positive or negative. After 10 weeks, those who wrote about gratitude were more optimistic and felt better about their lives. Surprisingly, they also exercised more and had fewer visits to physicians than those who focused on sources of aggravation. Pretty fascinating stuff. And we are going to continue diving into this particular study on gratitude when we come back in just a moment. But I, I just want to say to you that uh, I am grateful. I am grateful for all those folk who reached out and sent their loving prayers to me on Facebook. Um, I wasn't sure I could make it back uh, so quickly um, because that was a pretty devastating loss for me personally, spiritually. Um, I have dealt with loss in many forms and fashions, and, and many of us are dealing with loss around us at this time. Uh, tremendous loss. And feeling the inability to be there because of this COVID-19 and the circumstances and the quarantining and, and all of this. And I just want to say to you that it is okay. It is okay that you feel um, uh, down and, and, and feel the weight of the situation. However, I would also encourage you to please, please do yourself a favor and reach out to others around you. Reach out, let them know that you are in need of some shoring up. You are in need of prayer. You are in need of being reminded of how absolutely wonderful you are and how wonderful life is itself. These are difficult times that we live in, and I say that is okay. We can get through this, and we will persevere. But I do encourage you to reach out and let someone know. Let them love on you for a minute. You're listening to Bill Myers Inspires right here on the Inspired Choices Network, and we will be right back in just one minute. Today, we are facing some of the greatest challenges of our lives, from our health to political unrest, the environment, financial uncertainty, and the nation's racial divide. Tune in every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Bill Myers Inspires, as he and his guests take a deep dive into the issues that impact our world with an eye to exploring solutions. Emmy Award-winning actor Bill Myers is an accomplished actor, jazz musician, filmmaker, writer, educator, and speaker. As a biracial man who's both black and white, 
Bill leverages his background, talent, and voice through creativity, compassion, and connection as activism for social justice to focus on uniting the divide and compelling change. Bill Myers Inspires encourages listeners to look within themselves and take decisive action to make a positive difference. For more information, visit his website, BillMyersInspires.com, and sign in for the latest news and updates. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You're listening to Bill Myers Inspires here on the Inspired Choices Network. We're here every Friday. 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you for joining us. And now, let's get back to the conversation. We're back. You're listening to Bill Myers Inspires, and I'm your host, Bill Myers. And today, uh, our topic is Rocco and the Gratitude Show. I was just in the midst of sharing a couple of studies um, uh, in an article that was published by Harvard, and um, and they were studies uh, on gratitude. So I would like to continue with that. Another leading researcher in this field, Martin Seligman, a psychologist at the University of Pennsylvania, tested an impact of various positive psychology interventions on 411 people, each compared with a controlled assignment of writing about early memories. When their week's assignment was to write and personally deliver a letter of gratitude to someone who had never been properly thanked for his or her kindness, participants immediately exhibited a huge increase in happiness scores. This impact was greater than that from any other intervention with benefits lasting for a month. Of course, studies such as this one cannot prove cause and effect, but most of the studies published on this topic support an association between gratitude and an individual's well-being. Other studies have looked at how gratitude can improve relationships. For example, a study of couples found that individuals who took time to express gratitude for their partner not only felt more positive toward the other person, but also felt more comfortable expressing concerns about their relationship. 
Managers who remember to say thank you to people who work for them may find that those employees feel motivated to work harder. Researchers at the Wharton School of the University of Pennsylvania randomly divided university fundraisers into two groups. One group made phone calls to solicit alumni donations in the same way they always had. The second group, assigned to work on a different day, received a pep talk from the director of annual giving, who told the fundraisers she was grateful for their efforts. During the following week, the university employees had, who had heard her message of gratitude made 50% more fundraising calls than those who did not. There are some notable exceptions to the generally positive results in research on gratitude. One study found that middle-aged divorced women who kept gratitude journals were more satisfied with their lives than those who did not. Another study found that children and adolescents who wrote and delivered a thank you letter to someone who made a difference in their lives may have made the other person happier, but did not improve their own well-being. This finding suggests that gratitude is an attainment associated with emotional maturity. Gratitude. These are ways to cultivate gratitude. Gratitude is a way for people to appreciate what they have instead of always reaching for something new in the hopes that it will make them happier. Or thinking they can feel satisfied or that they can't feel satisfied until their physical and material need is met. Gratitude helps people refocus on what they have instead of what they lack. And although it may feel contrived at first, this mental state grows stronger with use and practice. Here are a few ways to cultivate gratitude on a regular basis. Write a thank you note. You can make yourself happier and, and nurture your relationship with another person by writing a thank you letter expressing your enjoyment and appreciation of that person's impact on your life. Send it, or better yet, deliver and read it in person if possible. Make a habit of sending at least one gratitude letter a month. Once in a while, write one to yourself. Thank someone mentally. No time to write? It may help just to think about someone who has done something nice for you and mentally thank the individual. Keep a gratitude journal. Make it a habit to write down or share with a loved one thoughts about the gifts you received each day. Each day. Count your blessings. Pick a time every week to sit down and write about your blessings, reflecting on what went right 
or what you are grateful for. Sometimes it helps to pick a number, such as three or five things, that you will identify each week. As you write, be specific and think about the sensations you felt when something good happened to you. Pray. People who are religious can use prayer to cultivate gratitude. Meditate. Mindfulness meditation involves focusing on the present moment without judgment. Although people often focus on a word or a phrase such as peace, it is also possible to focus on what you're grateful for. The warmth of the sun, a pleasant sound. I wanted to share that with you because this word gratitude, <clears throat> as many terms that we hear frequently, sometimes it helps to refresh ourselves with actually what these words mean and what the implications truly are. And I am expressing gratitude today for my neighbor, Rocco, who stood by my side for the last several months since the very beginning of Bill Myers Inspires on the Inspired Choices Network and showed me great grace between 3 and 4 p.m. every Friday, allowing me to do the show and was a wonderful, a wonderful and valued friend of mine. Now, I would like to take time on this show today to honor and thank those who have supported and encouraged me with this show. You know, as tomorrow is not promised, I do want to make the time to express my thanks and my gratitude to those who have supported me and have seen me through to the creation and the execution of this very show, Bill Myers Inspires. The list gets a little long and lengthy, and uh, so I am not going to enter that phase right now because we have a break coming up, uh, which will allow me to have another sip of coffee and to gather myself as I attempt to express my gratitude to the many, many, many people who have uh, nurtured me along and encouraged me to do this show. Um, and again, uh, today, I especially want to honor and thank my friend and my neighbor, Rocco, for his undying support on this show. So there are many, and I hope that this show encourages you uh, wherever you are in your life, in your situation, in, in, uh, to, to take a moment, take a breath, 
And rather than focus on all that is wrong and all that is distressing you, I would ask that you take a moment, breathe, and take a hard look around, inside and out, and take notice of all that is right. All that is right. All that is there for you to enjoy. All these folks in our lives, all of these trees, grass, all of the mountains, all of the skies, all of the clouds, all of the rain, and cultivate an appreciation for these things. For it requires rain for us to grow, for plants to grow. Uh, it requires sunlight. So the cloud is not your enemy. The, cl the cloud itself represents a new birth, a new phase of growth for us to move into. And I would like to uh, pause right there and take a break. You're listening to Bill Myers Inspires right here on the Inspired Choices Network. And we are talking about Rocco and the Gratitude Show today. We'll be right back. Today, we are facing some of the greatest challenges of our lives, from our health to political unrest, the environment, financial uncertainty, and the nation's racial divide. Tune in every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Bill Myers Inspires as he and his guests take a deep dive into the issues that impact our world with an eye to exploring solutions. Emmy Award-winning actor Bill Myers is an accomplished actor, jazz musician, filmmaker, writer, educator, and speaker. As a biracial man who's both black and white, Bill leverages his background, talent, and voice through creativity, compassion, and connection as activism for social justice to focus on uniting the divide and compelling change. Bill Myers Inspires encourages listeners to look within themselves and take decisive action to make a positive difference. For more information, visit his website, BillMyersInspires.com, and sign in for the latest news and updates. You're listening to Bill Myers Inspires. Here on the Inspired Choices Network. We're here every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you for joining us. And now, let's get back to the conversation. We're back, and you're listening to Bill Myers Inspires, and today we are doing Rocco and the Gratitude Show. So I would like to begin this little journey by attempting to walk through, I know that's paper rustling, I'm sorry, um, to walk through some of the folks that have had great influence and encouragement um, in the creation of this show and how this show actually sort of came to be. So I want to take this time to acknowledge and to express 
my appreciation and my gratitude for each and every one of these individuals. First of all, let me start with my mom. Uh, I wouldn't be here without her. Um, I wouldn't be here without her for many, many reasons. Besides the birthing process, she has been a great encourager for me to uh, express my talents, uh, uh, my music, um, my um, uh, spiritual growth. Uh, she has been fantastic source of nurturing me and encouraging me to uh, try new things, to step out there, to investigate, and to find my voice. And I am deeply appreciative for that. And she has done that my entire life. And now I am grateful for the blessing and the opportunity to be the caretaker of my mom for the last 10 years and to be able to look after her and sort of nurture her along in this uh, phase of her journey. And I am very blessed and grateful for that opportunity. I love you, mom. My dad. My dad has served as a police officer for 54 years in the Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department. Uh, he is not necessarily the, the, uh, the encourager on the creative side or anything like that. It's far more practical. You know, Billy, make sure you take out the trash and, and, and all those sorts of things. Uh, military guy. Um, but that discipline, um, and he's very quite creative in his own right and uh, has probably done more TV commercials than I. He's a big ham, and I love him for that. Uh, he, he's got jokes, you know. And But the one thing that I would really like to point out here is um, uh, when I was coming along, I, my desire very early on was to play music and to play the trumpet and uh, boy, I, I, I did not get accepted into our uh, beginning music program in elementary school. And uh, boy, I protested that I had been looking forward to that for so many years. Uh, and I was rejected. And I just struggled with that because I knew that music was where I needed to be. I was convinced of it. <laughs> And uh, so my parents went to the school and met with the principal and met with the music teacher, and they declared that I had no musical ability and they were going to stand by that assessment. And uh, I did not uh, buy that. I never did uh, because uh, more than talent, I had a desire. And I have come to know that that will trump the talent thing every time. Because if, you're, if it's something you're passionate about, you will do whatever it takes um, to fulfill that commitment and to make good on that commitment. And so out of the blue, the, the teachers at the school said that I could play music un, under one condition and be in their music program. And that would be if, uh, if my parents provided or bought me a trumpet to be in the program because they did not want to let me use a school instrument. And I will never forget uh, the day when my father picked me up, said, get in the car, and we rolled to a music store. And we walked in, and he said, um, you know, tell the man what you want. And I was able to point at a trumpet, 
having no idea. It was just bright and shiny and it was eye level in the display case. And uh, I pointed at it and my dad said, you heard him wrap it up. And uh, the gentleman came back. My dad peeled out several hundred dollars and paid the man and we could not afford a trumpet. I mean, we didn't even have a family car. Our, our car for my family growing up was the police car. And so uh, I knew that we could not afford that. It, it was, it was ex far exceeded our budget, but my dad made that happen. And I knew at that moment that he truly believed in me and believed in my dream, not nearly as vocal about it as my mom, far more subtle, but he opened a huge door of opportunity uh, that set me on my path. I am forever grateful. <sighs> Kathy Jordan. Kathy Jordan is a person that I met in about 1982. I was uh, in the chorus of a community theater show. I just got the theater bug and I was in there and uh, met this other woman, uh, about 10 years my senior, who uh, it was her first show as well. And we were both in the chorus and we have become the best of friends for that entire period up till now. She is a masterful businesswoman, uh, business executive, served for many years as the vice president of the Indiana Pacers basketball team, and probably the leading uh, marketing person in the National Basketball Association. And I have always uh, cherished our friendship and her encouragement uh, for me to continue on. So this goes back way before, you know, my commercial acting career and everything else. And she has been huge in that, in pushing me in the right direction and also encouraging me to become a producer and a director and all those sorts of things. So I owe a tremendous amount of gratitude to Kathy Jordan. Uh, more recently, Dr. Winterborne Harrison Jones, who we had on the show a couple of weeks ago, has been a huge source of encouragement for me as a fellow clergyman. He has uh, uh, certainly uh, uh, anointed the idea that my, uh, my value and my focus in ministry is doing this very thing right here, right now. And through the arts and uh, through music, he sees that and values that as a valuable piece and, and the, the basis of my ministry. And so I am forever grateful for his continued encouragement and, uh, and, and uh, to, to move on and continue this kind of outreach work. And so I'm, I'm greatly appreciative to him. Richard Brendan, a, uh, a, a wonderful, he's also a minister here in Indianapolis, Indiana. Richard Brendan has been a tremendous uh, source of inspiration and I am tremendously grateful to him. He had a uh, radio show for many years, and I believe still does, called Journey's Fire. And that was the first time that I had really engaged and uh, became connected to a show that had uh, uh, very much spiritual teaching and spiritual context to it. And I found that very, very attractive. Um, 
And so I would like to thank Richard Brendan for his encouragement and his modeling. Um, he has been tremendous. Lepakazo Sandoval. Lepakazo Sandoval is a longtime friend of over 30 years and a publicist in New York City. And uh, it was during the, uh, we speak almost every day, and it was during the George Floyd incident that I really became, uh, um, it became clear to me that my time was now to, to try to pursue uh, my podcast, which had been a goal and, and, and a dream for about 10 years, which was sidetracked and sidelined uh, at about the time that I started becoming the caretaker for my mother. And then it became the provider and making sure that I was providing for my mom. And so that took me to things that I needed to do more practically uh, rather than the things that I really needed to do for myself and that were on the agenda as far as me continuing to grow and develop in my own career. Lepakazo Sandoval reached out to me and agreed that the topic and the, 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 the buzz around racism in America was a perfect jump off point for me to enter into the podcast realm. And in fact, she wound up booking me on a show called My New York Eye, which is hosted by Art Shrian in New York City. And he is an Indian gentleman, and he wanted to do a show on racism and uh, wanted to have a guest to speak with on that. And so she connected me right away with that show. And I am forever grateful to her, her, her valued friendship, and to Art Shrian for having me on his show. And it was the start of something. It was the start of something. And I am forever grateful to that. Uh, in fact, it was only a few days later, after the show with Art on My New York Eye, that I was approached by one of the Inspired Choices Network hosts, uh, Carla Taylor. Bring Your Brilliance is, uh, was her show. And Carla reached out to me and wanted me to be a guest on her show as well. Now, I had met Carla previously on a TED Talk type series called Walk the Talk in Indianapolis. And she uh, had seen me in a couple of, of those appearances there. And I had also seen her when she did her speech uh, for the Walk the Talk series. And I was very impressed by that. But she reached out to me to do it, uh, to come on as a guest to talk about race and racism in America. And I did. And that led to my connection with the Inspired Choices Network. And I will get into the depth of that in, in, uh, when we come back from this next break, because that's a can of worms, and then we start rolling from there. So I am grateful to you, the listeners, uh, for taking the time to tune in and listen to my podcast. Uh, I am encouraged by your support and very appreciative for you taking time out of your busy lives to give me a moment to share something with you. And I certainly hope that you are able to get something out of these shows for yourself because that is why I do them. I do not want this show to be some sort of just massive catharsis for me. No, I am actually taking the time 
to demonstrate the idea of expressing gratitude. And there's no time like the present, ladies and gentlemen, uh, because tomorrow is truly not promised. And we are here today celebrating the memory of Rocco with the show Rocco and the Gratitude Show. Thank you for being here. You're listening to Bill Myers Inspires on the Inspired Choices Network, and we will be right back in just a minute. Today, we are facing some of the greatest challenges of our lives, from our health to political unrest, the environment, financial uncertainty, and the nation's racial divide. Tune in every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Bill Myers Inspires, as he and his guests take a deep dive into the issues that impact our world with an eye to exploring solutions. Emmy Award-winning actor Bill Myers is an accomplished actor, jazz musician, filmmaker, writer, educator, and speaker. As a biracial man who's both black and white, Bill leverages his background, talent, and voice through creativity, compassion, and connection as activism for social justice to focus on uniting the divide and compelling change. Bill Myers Inspires encourages listeners to look within themselves and take decisive action to make a positive difference. For more information, visit his website, BillMyersInspires.com, and sign in for the latest news and updates. You're listening to Bill Myers Inspires here on the Inspired Choices Network. We're here every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you for joining us. And now, let's get back to the conversation. We're back. You're listening to Bill Myers Inspires. Today's topic is Rocco and the Gratitude Show. So I was sort of walking that path, and I had just led to my connection with the Inspired Choices Network via Carla Taylor. And as a result of doing that show, I had a follow-up conversation with Rhonda Burns, who was the producer of that show. Um. I had a lengthy conversation with Rhonda as she sort of inquired about um, what my thoughts were and and where I was headed in the future. And uh, she was uh, struck by the level of the conversation from car on Carla's show. And so I was able to sort of uh, let her know that my intention was to have my own show and that I was actively looking and, um, felt definitely called at this time to engage in that. And so she heard me out and we had a, again, a great conversation. Well, the following day, she reached out with an email, uh, introducing me to the owner, Christine McIver of the Inspired Choices Network. And so I immediately followed up on that email and received a, a, uh, uh, request for a Zoom meeting with Christine later that afternoon. And so uh, we did. And so, you know, I was able to share with her what where I was headed, what my thoughts were. And she was able to share with me 
what was going on with the network and her interest in perhaps having me on and the possibilities of me doing a show. And so flash forward just a few days of that and boom, I've got a show called Bill Myers Inspires on the Inspired Choices Network. I am grateful to you, Christine. I am grateful to you, Rhonda Burns. I'm grateful to you, Carla Taylor, for sort of this progression. Now, my current producer, who I absolutely adore, is Keisha, and she does a fantastic job. And so she's behind the scenes, and so you can't see her, but uh, you certainly can feel her presence. Uh, she takes great care of me, and uh, for that, I am grateful. Thank you so much, Keisha. There are a number of people who also, uh, outside of here, uh, outside of the network itself, that are following along outside, and they do, uh, I mean, they're pretty faithful followers. First of which, I want to mention Sandy Lomax. Sandy Lomax is a fantastic jazz singer who resides here in Indianapolis, and uh, I call her the queen of scat because she is a true blue jazz singer and is fabulous. And Sandy tunes in to this show every Friday, every Friday. And we usually have a follow-up conversation as a result of the show. And I just want you to know, Sandy, I love that. I absolutely uh, adore that opportunity to sort of decompress because sometimes I, you know, when you're out here on this microphone, you know, you've got a certain intention, but I don't know if it always lands. So it, I, I appreciate your frank and honest conversations and analysis after these shows and your input on the front end. When I'm saying, hey, I've got an idea for a show, uh, you are a great sounding board. And I appreciate you. And I appreciate you sharing this show with the many, many folks out there as well. Sierra. Sierra Knuckles um, is also a True Blue fan and shares on her uh, Facebook page whenever we're doing the shows, and she is just fantastic at doing that. Sandy Ryberg, a fellow teaching colleague and great friend of, of myself and my family for many, many years. Sandy, I love you, and I thank you so much for your support and your continued uh, support. Uh, I am grateful to and for you, and I love you very much. Max Strong. Max Strong is a mentor of mine who lives down in Florida, and he is a great sounding board every once in a while when I step into the deep end and I need to sort of bounce some ideas off someone. Max Strong, I appreciate you, brother, and I love you. You're down in Florida now, and I wish you well. And um, again, I want to express my gratitude to you. Michael Myers, not of the Friday the 13th or Halloween faves, uh, but this is Mike Myers, my uncle, who is also a journalist, a writer, and an actor, and a minister also. And he is in the Chicago area. And he has been fantastic at throwing ideas at me and, um, and, and, and listening to me. There are also other folks who have put together my website in very short order. Um, Trayvon, uh, my niece, Jackie Woods in, in Bloomington, Indiana. Um, 
uh, Rich Barker, who has done some tr pretty tremendous work on the website. It, there's a whole team of folks that have worked on this. And I just want to say that I am grateful to you and all of my guests um, so far on the show. I, you know, Dixon, uh, Tom DeWolf, Sharon Leslie Morgan, uh, Gerald Harkness, um, Woody Myers, um, Tim Guinea, uh, Macy Gray. I am incredibly grateful to all of you and your support and many, many others that have been on the show. Winterborne Harrison Jones, uh, uh, Jennifer Jones Austin in New York City. Uh, it has been a fantastic journey and, and we will continue. But I just wanted to take a moment in honor of Rocco. Uh, I will miss you, Rocco. Uh, Rocco is gifted. Rocco is a four-legged friend of mine. And anyone who is a pet lover or has developed a bond with animals will understand the depth of the hurt that I experienced. And as I go outside now, and I met in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening, with silence, because Rocco is no longer there, in that silence I'm reminded that Rocco is always there. Because Rocco is allowing me to hear and to listen more deeply than I did before. Rocco is allowing me to hear the birds. Rocco is allowing me to hear the wind. Rocco is allowing me to appreciate the trees and the grass in a new way. Rocco, I will miss you, my friend. And I look forward to seeing you on the other side because it will be a tremendous greeting to see you smiling and to feel your heart beating once again. You've been listening to Bill Myers Inspires. Today's show was Rocco and the Gratitude Show. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for spending your afternoon right here with us at Bill Myers Inspires. Remember, we're here every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Inspired Choices Network. Remember to take time this week to take a breath and look within yourself and figure out how you can make a positive difference in this world. Spread the word, and we'll see you here next Friday. Have a wonderful week.